Welcome to Slice of Pie, the official Pie Factory Music podcast, where young people like us chat to musicians and guests about topics and issues that we care about. Culture, society, music, creativity, and so much more. We're based in Thanet on the southeast coast of the UK, but transmitting to the entire world. So what comes up in the podcast will definitely be useful to everyone with an interest in all things inspiring and creative. Hi, this is Zico. And my name is Connor, and we'll be hosting each episode. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to season two of Slice of Pie. I'm Connor. I'm Zico, and welcome back. Connor, how have you been? I'm good, Zico. Yeah, how have you been? What, what's been Don't on your... Don't just say good. I need to oh. know in depth. How have you been? How have I been? What did you go up to today? Today? You asked me that last time, Zico, if no, I remember I'll correctly. Ask you how have you been since season one? Okay. So, true. how have you been today? Today I've been all right, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah not a lot's gone on, really. Been quiet day, tidied my floor. Floor? Yeah. Was, was it messy? Well, I didn't tidy the rest like... of the room. I just tidied my floor. <laughs> I, always do... I picked the clothes up off the floor <laughs> and I took them to the washing basket and that's my tidying. Because I thought maybe that or... <laughs> You was hoovering the floor or like... No, no hoovering. That's, yeah. that's a bit too far to... <laughs> How, how's your day been? My day has been eventful. As you know, I was a bit late. Mm. But time is relative. So, yeah. you know, we're No here. such thing as late. There's no, yeah, exactly. But we're here with... Do you, want to, do you want to introduce them? Who are we here with? Maybe we I'm should here. introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> today, two amazing we're, we're guests. Here with, yeah, two amazing guests. <laughs> called... called from the band Devdepan, we have Grace and Chelsea. <laughs> Shall we try that again? Well, no, I thought that was pretty yeah. organic. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. How, how have your days been? Yeah, yeah. less eventful than yours. It seems. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like it hasn't been. Yeah, no, been all right. Been a pretty standard day in the life of me. What's Don't a standard about day in your life? I went to work this morning. Got home. Had some lunch. About it, really. Oh gosh, <laughs> nice. Busier than my day. What about you, Grace? Pretty much the same, to be honest. Yeah. Although I haven't been to work, so I've just sat at home all day <laughs> and had lunch, and that was uh, it. Like, <laughs> Sounds like a good day. Yeah, it's all right. As did the pan. Yeah. Do you do stuff together? Do you eat lunch together, or do you just like? Because like I've never been in a group like a boy band or a girl band. <laughs> So I don't know how it is. Do like, we eat lunch together? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch and dinner. Usually. Yeah. We have to spend a lot of time Mine together. Yours. So. Yeah, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I do with my friend, but we're not in a band. <laughs> the second you're in a band, you're not allowed to talk to each other outside of it. Oh, see, I, I don't understand band drama. Let's get into that as our first topic. Band drama. What's the red flags inside a band drama? Like, what's one bad What's one bad, bad drama? What's one bad band drama? Yes! Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, Why don't right. we ask our guests you who been, are in a been, band? Yeah, but you, you can start off. I've never been in a band. So I'm asking the host. I'm not, we're both hosts. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's my bad band drama? Yes, you start off. <laughs> and then we're going to go to both of you. Because um, <laughs> have you guys been in other bands beforehand? No, well, so you're first. So you've got, well, you've got really, yeah. well, not officially, you first acting band. band. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we're talking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, am I taking the floor? Yeah. Bad band drama. 
I don't know really. I don't have much. I don't know. Or that I want to. I don't Definitely want has to a be, story um, that you yeah, just want to share. I don't want to be listening back to this and be like, oh God, why did I say that? Um, it doesn't have to be dramatic. I'm saying like, oh, oh yeah, he leaves the wires out and I tripped over. Um, it's usually like um, <laughs> when I used to do my old band back at school, either of the singers, one of them would just sit there with the microphone and just make noises into it for like, <laughs> just while we were doing something. And it got really annoying. <laughs> also, we had um, a friend who wasn't in the band who would turn up and at school, we had all the keyboards like set up, and he'd put all the demos on on every single keyboard. Oh, and we'd walk into the room, and all of them were on. No, was That's... it was it Zico? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be me in a band. I'll be real. But we got two for the price of one. So, what are you guys' experiences as your band, and what's one thing that the other does that gets you in there? What's your beef, Grace? <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just trying to think of some beef. We haven't had any. We've any never had moments, an argument, yeah. so it's never like it's not been that much drama. We've been <laughs> friends for a long time, so I think we know each other well enough to know when to leave, leave it alone. Maybe if there's drama, it's like if someone's eating the last. More, mate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breakfast at yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of yours for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's good then. So tell us about how you guys met each other then. Well, it's through school, wasn't it? Back in Rootham. Rootham School. Where's Rootham? Where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, we, we used to get the train together. We both basically live in the middle of nowhere and no one else lived that far out. So yeah, we met on the train. And here we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why did you guys crazy. start Depdepan? What was, what fueled that? No, just the love of music, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I think it was almost a long time coming. Like, we had a couple of little projects before that that didn't really take off. And we got to the point, neither of us sang. We both played guitar. And we were like, okay, that's not going to work. We're going to have to figure out something that might actually work. So, yeah, we just, we did. It was, I drew the short straw with the yeah, singing. And we then... basically just, like, booked a rehearsal. We had, yeah. like, a deal on this website. And we booked this room. And we were like, right, we're both going to sing and see who's worse. And yeah. actually, actually, actually it, was yeah. it was more than that because yeah. yeah, no, he's worse. He's worse. But point. we booked this rehearsal. It was supposed to be with other people, and it just ended up being us. See, look, that's we we're like, like that's okay, we've amazing. got to make it work. That's an amazing story. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Do you want to beat them out? I'm blaming you, Emily. Yeah, let me down. As guitar artists, what made you fall in love with guitar? First of all. Who had a big effect of you like growing up? I think to be honest, for me, it was just the fact that the guitar was the most accessible instrument, the cheapest, quickest sort of thing that I could learn. Do you remember the first thing that you learned? Because I remember, I can remember. Harry, Potter, Harry Potter. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was banging out, I still bang it out today. Like, what guitar? Yeah. yeah, you it. yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. What about you? Well, it was, I can't remember if it was either Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line. Or match of the day. It was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I think mine was Top Gear intro. It was something no. like, or Smoke on the Water or something really bad, but yeah. Shows you how feminine playing the guitar is. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine was Batman. I think. Ba the Batman, I Batman. Amazing tunes. Who in your family is musically related or do you have anyone? No one, no one, no one in mind anyway. First gens. Yeah. First we didn't study music, music yeah. either. We'd, yeah. Just natural yeah. freaks. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. Like ourselves, of course, we have to be weird in this industry, don't we? So, yeah. There is no normal. Yeah, no what is? Normal. 
what songs have you released to the people that we can, that they can listen to to find you? Or well, have we've only got, got one stuff? out at the minute, and it's called Darkest Hour, and we actually recorded it. Well, not recorded it, but put it out with Pie Factory. It's our <sighs> first ever release, which was really exciting. But yeah, you can find that on all platforms, obviously. Um, name well, some, name some, drops name. Oh, we got Spotify, <laughs> we got Apple Music, <laughs> we got Deezer, <laughs> YouTube, you name it. Um, That's where it's at. But yeah, hopefully we're working on getting some more stuff out at some point this year. Can't give you an exact date yet, but it's it's working progress. But do yeah, you write it's exciting. Quite a lot, or how does it work for you to be a duo? We're definitely writing all the time. Yes. I mean, sometimes together, sometimes separately, but. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Always on the grind. 24-7. <laughs> Amazing. Do you guys have a process of writing though? Because for example, me, I find my beat or I come up with a little melody and I try to make it on the computer. Sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> but then I write to it after or do you guys just jam up and then you start singing? And I think it's always different to be fair. Like sometimes we'll just be playing together and come up with something sometimes you'll just hear a riff or like a beat or something but it's it's never really the same yeah it's never it's not been the one same the same process for one song yet so that's interesting <laughs> we've not really found a way of like set way of working which i think is good as well, well if it but, works for you yeah it's, it's working. working so far so <laughs> how many songs have you recorded or have you got loads on the process of making them yeah and we've got loads of songs but barely any recording <laughs> yeah oh. recordings so, are the last thing we want to do <laughs> recordings like the enemy yeah. yeah was being in a band like you thought it would be or better worse it's definitely I don't know I think when you're you're not in music and you're looking you're going to gigs and think you think oh this is so cool and it like it really really is cool but there's just like so much more to it and that's what we've been finding this year especially like more of the business side and making it a feasible career is a different side of the story but yeah it's still really really enjoyable and I mean to be yeah. honest this is the first year isn't it still it's the first so, year so yeah we don't really know that much yeah. but and if, you, if you start off with the right foundations you can go far and you can see how you can project yourself in your desired outcome you want in it. Yeah, do you want to be traveling around the globe or what's your idea for the pan <laughs> the pan <laughs> the pan <laughs> traveling around the globe sounds nice yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty cool doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as we can go i think it's no yeah. not set limit but yeah traveling would be really great touring would be fantastic but yeah we'd People take like anything at this point well. <laughs> that do it. yeah what would you describe your music to be to people listening Ooh. Tough question. Because you only tough. got one song out to the public. Yeah, it's not really. Uh... So you've got other bangers in the in the in the works. In the works. <laughs> so you need to just describe it as your as your baby. Only bangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah only bangers. <laughs> How do you describe it, Grace? Um, I don't know. Alternative, I would say, which is kind of the bracket you put in for no bracket. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the song we've got out at the moment. I don't know. We're just like I don't know. Alternative. Drill. It's more like... Not drill, no, it's not drill, unfortunately. I think I always imagine our music as like more of an emotion rather than a sound. It's it's more like the journey and the way it makes you feel. Yeah, it's not really Getting like into set, the yeah. dark depths of your brain, maybe. Because we have songs that sound like very different to Darkest Hour as well. That's quite a somber one, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, there's not really... It's just that emotion, what we're feeling at the time and it comes out in the song. So How yeah. to describe that's, that's your genre, music. And, yeah. <laughs> The most abstract way you can <laughs> Abstract it. alternative genre, maybe. <laughs> abstract alternative. That sounds good. You created your own little lane. Abstract yeah, our own little lane. 
So me and Zico can't really comment on this, but have you had any issues of misogyny or sexism or anything like that really in your one year of being a band? I mean, I think like we've had a good balance. Like we've had some good opportunities through being women and also we've had some right comments after we've played and stuff that perhaps you wouldn't get. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to compare because we're not, I don't know, we don't have, it's just our experience and no one else's that we know of kind of like so far. But yeah, I know we've definitely, like you said, we've had a few little bits that have been like, oh, okay, this is a bit different. Yeah, you just definitely have to learn how to deal with those things. But Do you feel that you've, you've had any struggle though? Like, has anything stopped you from doing anything that you would have wanted to do? I wouldn't say stopped. I think in, in a way, I mean, for me personally, if someone says something, it kind of fuels, fuels me to do better. And I don't know, it just drives me to think, you know, actually, I don't want to be in your little box. I want to do my own thing or whatever. And I think we're, we have such a vision of where we want to go. So, you know, what, whatever, whatever people might say or think, it's doesn't really matter. We don't really <laughs> sounds, take it yeah. in. Like, we'll just keep going and, yeah. and go It might it. get you down for an evening, but then you quickly get over it and just think, actually, you know, we want something else. So we'll leave you to your, your See, opinion. that's the great thing about your two relationship because you guys are actual, generally friends. Yeah, you know, it's very important. The, the only, <laughs> <laughs> like, the only thing that really matters is your one another's viewpoint on certain things because you can't have a random person saying, oh, yeah. For example, I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying like, if someone said my song was terrible online, saying, oh my gosh, outrageous, worst thing I ever <laughs> listened to. Compared to your friend saying, da 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 da, it, it really does, because like, I believe you guys are going to make it. So, like, when you get to that point Thanks. where people. <laughs> we'll take that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, it's good to know yourself and the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, 100%. I think that's probably one of the most important things. I think that we've learned over the past year, it's really tested our, I mean, we're like best friends anyway, but it's really tested our friendship in a way that there is a support system there. And it's, I think that's why it's so much harder for solo artists and stuff. It's yeah. kind of like a bonus that we've gone in it together because there's always that safety net there. So I think, you know, if something does go a bit wrong, it's like, okay, you can depend on that person to pull yeah. you back up or vice versa, you know? And I think we have moments of like, if one of us is feeling a bit insecure, the other one's okay. So we can sort of balance each other out and, that works really well, especially if we get a bit of a comment or something like that after a gig. Yeah, just it make a really joke works. out of it and you move yeah, on kind yeah. of thing, you know? So Yeah, 110% to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for a person's out there to join my group. <laughs> yeah, boy bands. <laughs> Colin, are you available? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should start a side project together. Yeah. Do you feel the need to work harder than maybe other bands to achieve the same thing? I suppose we've all, we've got our own goals. Do you have like a one boom? Like that's the goal. Guys, we're going to try get there. Glass would be promoted. Yeah. No, but that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, cause for example, content creation, what I've been dabbling in, you have to have a goal. But if you stick to a pattern, whatever you do, whether that be like working out every day or doing something, every day you're doing that, it doesn't matter when you get there, you know you're going to get there because... If it's undeniably good, people are going to respect it, appreciate it. And if you promote it the right way, you do stuff every day to get you closer to it, your chances of luck, I'll put quotation marks up, yeah. <laughs> luck becomes a very small part of it or boosts your luck, but it becomes a very small part of it because you know you've already, you're already used to that pattern and you're going to... Yeah, 100%, 100%. 
I don't know. There's not like a fixed goal. I say we'd both want to make a living out of it. But yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Okay, I'll come up with a goal for you then. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What, <laughs> you have to look at what stadium you want to perform at. Just that that would be one good goal I mean, to set. All of them. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> every single stage. No. Well, have you ever gone to have you gone to any, any concerts together? I think we we would say Brixton. Oh, that would be because, a moment. Yeah. Yeah, the Academy, because that was the first gig. Was it the first gig we went to together or like the second? Second gig. Yeah, but we like two nights at Brixton Academy. We saw Sundar Karma and I think BBC Introducing had a night on and we yeah. were just like, went away. This is the coolest thing in the Starstruck. world. Starstruck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that venue would be very, very special to play. We went and ordered a McDonald's after the gig and <laughs> Grace's mum came to came to pick us up and she couldn't wait on the road so we had to ditch our McDonald's. It was yeah, sad and really tragic yeah, <laughs> to leave it there. <laughs> That's yeah, a sad ending. Yeah, it was <laughs> very sad ending to a good night. But yeah, <laughs> too bad never to never to miss a McDonald's again. After. No, that's a lesson learned. <laughs> well, I hope that could become your goal because if you work hard enough, nothing is impossible. Yeah, for sure. Preach Keep that. on the grind. Preach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you there as artists. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, I think, wait, Connor, you asked us about, uh, do we feel like we have to push ourselves harder as women in the industry? I think we push ourselves pretty hard anyway. Yeah, I we're don't pretty think, hard on ourselves. Yeah, I don't think it's because because of the fact that we are women, but more of the fact that we just want to want to get our music out there a bit more than anything else. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good thing, though, that you can drive yourselves and it not have to be to do with, it could be quite bad if you have to, I don't know, in my head. If, it, if you're driving yourself because you have to be better than something else yeah, rather than just being... Yeah, you're winning yourself. a losing battle there, I think, if you're constantly fighting against other people instead of mm. just focusing on your own goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're very much like on our on our own journey. So it's us against ourselves and like pushing ourselves as, as hard as we can rather than comparing to what else is out there. We're trying to do something new, so... Are there yeah. any um, female artists that have inspired you guys in particular? Yeah, big time. I mean, especially in this last, I think through lockdown, our, our music taste, you know, we've got quite similar music taste. It definitely got, got, got <laughs> advanced to what it was. But yeah, like so many more female musicians are on my, I'd say probably like 90% of the, you know, artists on my playlist anyway are female. Um, I know Marika Hatman's a big one for both of us. Warpaint. Yeah, Warpaint. Yeah. Nadine Shah, said that right. I think it's quite hard to pinpoint where your inspiration comes from. I mean, we both listen to so much different music. Yeah, um, so I mean, little bits yeah. of so many different artists. Yeah. But I mean, I grew up listening to like The Prodigy and... Yeah, like, and, I, and I grew crazy. up listening to like mostly like Motown and Simply Red and all, you know, all the <laughs> stuff that's like just completely opposite versatile yeah you never know what makes an impact on you so. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say either of those bands sum up Deb Japan no very different very different <laughs> yeah loads hundreds I can't list them all but mm. yeah it's definitely nice to see a female in that in the position you want to be it just seems more achievable and they're paving the way for more people which is great I've just had a thought um, that popped into my head while talking about this what do you think of the Glastonbury headliners this year what are they I don't they're, know they're Guns N' Roses Arctic Monkeys and Elton John. Oh, okay. So it's no, three males. What, yeah, three all male. Three males, yeah. And that was quite a big thing in the news. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit... I mean, I think I read... I did a bit of research prior to this. I think I read earlier, it's like 80% of all people in music are male. And it was like well, over 80% and 192 or something for females. So I think that says it all, really. 
Mm. Like, you know, there's just not as many females for whatever reason. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Because it's Absolutely. normally like, no, not like to generalise, but it's normally like girls with beautiful voices singing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, when for I sure. That's what music, we were talking really about. Think of like, oh, yo, gee, yeah, I'm singing it. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But we were talking about earlier, like even going into a music shop, like, you, you walk in and you're either expected to play an acoustic guitar or a ukulele. Yeah, they just like, guide you towards the ukulele yeah. aisle. And it's like, <laughs> actually, like, I'm not here for that. Yeah. And they're shocked by that. And yeah. <laughs> or like have a beautiful singing voice, you know, even playing guitar. Like it's not really seen as a feminine thing to do. So, I mean, although we don't have drums, we just get, you know, okay, I'll put you on an acoustic night. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Like we're not acoustic. But it's kind of the general like generalization of I don't know females are supposed to stand there with a you know an acoustic guitar and a long dress and sing folk songs and it's like well <laughs> hang on a minute like, you're not Taylor yeah. Swift you don't got it <laughs> yeah you don't count <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying it's good to pave the, pave the way to to new ideologies for people yeah for sure for sure where do you think the um issue like you said that there's only twenty percent of the um industry is female why do you think that is if if you have any thoughts on it. I think it's such a like a big issue. I mean, there's I think there's so many things you could talk about. I think the trouble is like to get into music as a woman or as a as a girl, like you have to be quite confident to do it because half the time you're approaching like if you're joining a guitar group, then most of the class are guys. So it's just being confident enough to I don't know, to push yourself. Yeah, I suppose it can be quite intimidating like, yeah. if you're that way inclined to, you know, be in a room full of guys or whatever and have to Almost like it feels like you've got to prove yourself because you're, you know, you're, you're not a guy or whatever. So it's definitely a bit of more of a challenge, I'd say. Yeah. Do you think um, having groups that were all female would be make it easier for people? Or how do you think it would be to help people who aren't confident? Because they'd be very easily pushed away from it. Yeah, I don't even think all female groups. I just think more girls coming forwards and, and joining those groups. Just the inclusivity, I guess, and everybody being able to, yeah, to have their have their place to do what they want to do. And again, we, yeah, we said earlier, like just going out and seeing, I mean, it's, it's a hell of a lot better than it was, but just going out and seeing bands and, you know, there might be a female guitarist or a female drummer and it kind of pushes you and you think, oh, you know, if she can do that, I can do that, you know, if you're struggling with that. And there's, you know, especially in the, the grassroots venues, there's a lot of great females coming through as well as guys. So it's just great to go down and see it and be inspired. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. 110%. I feel like the problem isn't just the guys, it's the people who are inside it. It's because of their mindset. If it makes, if someone doesn't make you feel comfortable inside a situation because you want to express yourself, yeah, it's a bit of a... Yeah, it's the weird. same with anything, really. Yeah, if you're, whatever cool. you're doing, if someone's not making you feel comfortable, whether it's like you're at school and you don't like a teacher, then I don't think you're going to thrive in that environment. And it's exactly the same thing with music. If you're not feeling comfortable enough to do that, then you're not going to thrive through it, which is important. I think music generally is quite an isolated thing, like in writing or creating, half the time you're sitting alone in your room doing it anyway. I think maybe more safe spaces to share that with other people, like Connor, maybe you said an all-female group, or maybe just like a group where you can share things creatively rather than learning and, you know, being in a guitar group, for instance, getting a song at the start of the week and having to learn it and comparing yourself to perhaps the other people in the group, how good they are. Mm. Maybe it'd be be nice to have some creative spaces where you can just share projects what you're working made, on with yeah, each other. Yeah. Yeah songs you've heard and you make it and you'd be like yeah, yeah we can pick this song or that song and then just enjoy the moment instead of making it pressure yeah yeah it's exactly. never a competition and just making it a safe space to create your own work I think 
would do the industry good. So you guys said earlier you didn't study music, but did you do any music at school at all? Was there a, like before GCSE? Oh, I've done one guitar lesson in primary school. And I was, or... I'm also, well, we're both self-taught, but the, it was like we were learning Hey Jude and I went for one lesson. I was the worst in the class and I just never went back. And then <laughs> like, I didn't pick up a, an instrument again until I was 15. So yeah, but not, not any lessons. <laughs> and the same for me, really. I, I did a couple of guitar classes. I think in my, my primary school, we didn't have any music classes, but there was a guitar teacher that came in fortnightly and there were about five of us in it and I just could not keep up with the class. I did about three lessons and it was, I was it wasn't for me. <laughs> Stopped doing it and then yeah in secondary school I think music was compulsory until yeah, year nine. Year nine yeah year nine and it was all singing though in our school. Yeah was... and that was the thing that put me off definitely because unless you you were singing you basically didn't count. Yeah, you didn't, yeah, count, you didn't and, count. It was really like I don't know you just like we were made to stand up in front of the whole class and like make a song and sing it for the whole class and it was just like not the best environment to nurture you know especially if you're not confident anyway and you haven't got a great voice it's like oh, okay this is my worst nightmare but mm. yeah it's definitely See, wasn't me, great. That sounds like like a good thing. Yeah, it, it just depends on <laughs> who me, you are like, to be honest. Yeah, isn't it? Like, obviously, I, I obviously I can't sing. Put an auto tune on it. I sound like <laughs> yeah, sound like God. Yeah, but raw no. But I find them type of character like even though it scares the poo out of you you still do it yeah because that thing just ignites inside inside me like mm. if i feel uncomfortable that's when i do it the most yeah because... natural performer no no, no <laughs> yeah, that's what that's it because is in, in your it's like a make or break moment if you really think about it because if you embrace that feeling you're only going to become better from out of it and you're going to get used to that feeling so you don't even worry about it it's not always about being happy or comfortable it's about putting yourself in that weird isn't it? Like, ah, yeah, guys. definitely but I think sometimes like you have to grow into that like especially for me like I lacked confidence for so long and I was so afraid of of other people's judgment so I just yeah, never really night, wanted yeah, to yeah worst night, you know I think we were both in the same position we'd always sit back and rap or something yeah. because it was just like <laughs> we, we didn't want to sing because yeah, it was just humiliating at the time because yeah. you know, we weren't that way inclined, but obviously. But I think that that might have been the reason. when you first started it though, how did you feel? It was more about the songs because we were like proud of what we've made and we wanted to try them out. Um, we didn't want to go out with a drummer for a long time. I don't and even know just how it happened. Like when you yeah, think about it's it, it's just like you crazy. can't pinpoint it. But I think that, I mean, we both, we were writing music without words for so long <laughs> and we were like playing instrumental covers and that sort of thing. And then over over lockdown, we we thought, oh, maybe let's just give this a give this a bash and try and mm. both write some some lyrics and stuff. And and then some songs just came together and we decided to do an open mic. and then yeah. we thought, you know what, we'd... we'd been to so many gigs and we've been to so many local gigs and we were like okay we can do this we can do this yeah and then we went to an open mic in Whitstable and we were like oh you know should we do it should we not and I think I just went up to the guy like put our name on the list and it was like the scariest half an hour yeah. of our lives and then we did it and we felt so great when we got off stage yeah and I think there was a real moment actually we we did an open mic shortly after that in Brighton and um we played a couple of songs we were both really nervous and two young girls came up to us afterwards and said, we found that really inspiring and I'm going to go home and get my guitar out now and like start playing more. And that for, for me yeah, was, that like, was like... fantastic. That's yeah. amazing. Like it was like our second open mic or something like that. And, you know, for, for us to already be connecting with people like that was, was an amazing feeling. Yeah, you it? can ask for a better response than that, you know. Yeah. If people come up to you, oh, you've made me want to pick up an instrument is like a really big compliment. <laughs> Good. 
So on that kind of note, with the live, how do you think you could inspire more people to be, you know, like those people? Obviously, it's, you can't just be like, I'm going to be really inspiring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so modest. Yeah. <laughs> Humble brag. <Yeah. laughs> but what is it that people could do to help to help support people and also influence them to, to do what they want to do? So, you know, just like I said as well, like covered earlier, like just go and see more gigs and get to know some more people and meet some more people. So I think, to be honest, that night, mm. we were the only female performers. Which is not uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially... So even like going out to an open mic or something and just supporting other local female artists and maybe making some friends that way and you never know who you meet. Local nights though, like open the local nights, open mics. Yeah, well we found it. So that was that was the challenge actually. Like we just sat on like Facebook the internet and if you type in open mic it comes up nine times out of ten it's like this old guy in a pub running it and it's yeah. like you're not gonna get you know what you you know I wouldn't say like fresh but it's mostly covers and stuff so it's like okay I think initially when we started as well though I can remember us sitting sitting down together and just thinking okay we want to do this but how do we do it like we had no idea about like how to play venues or Anything. where do you start yeah, or yeah. yeah but I think we found that first open mic on Facebook didn't we yeah, I think just okay, Googling like tonight in Whitstable and we're like, okay, we like Whitstable, so we go down yeah. there and like <laughs> yeah. see what it's about. Yeah, we'll um, just we'll take the guitars just in case. We probably won't play, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That is actually sick. I can't even lie, that's <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, yeah. Ooh, open what? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> should we, should we not? <laughs> yeah. Now you're here, love. <laughs> yeah. As you were saying earlier about being usually the only female act on the at live gigs does that make you feel any way do you find it harder to connect with people I mean or are you just quite good at talking to people it's, it's we're terrible yeah, at talking to people <laughs> it's definitely been a process of like building confidence and I like when we go into venue people like you know we went to the grace like we were locked out for ages because I just didn't think we were the band yeah and like it happens quite, oh, quite wow. a lot and they just weren't letting us in they saw us and they just weren't and letting we were like, us oh, in oh we're the opening act and he was like really and then you had to check and he was like, okay, like, come in then. And we are just like, okay. And it's happened more than once, That's to terrible. be honest. It's like, you can just walk into a room and like go unnoticed and think you're a roadie or something. Yeah. But I think a big part of it is because we we dress quite casually. And yeah, as, really I mean, we've had a few comments like about our image and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, it's sort of expected, I think, as a woman... As an artist, oh, why don't you dress like this? Or it'd be really cool if you both wore pink dress the or same, whatever. Or yeah, yeah, like, and it's like it's quite weird. Do you ask is. guys to dress the same? Yeah, like, do you ask anyone to dress like that? But yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah. Do you have stuff that like pinpoints you out though? For me, yeah. I'm not saying you should, but that sounds like a funny idea if you ran with it. I'm not saying you should do it. <laughs> we just dress really badly. Just, like, yeah. In a boy band, yeah, we all just wearing like you know what I'm saying like Scottish <laughs> Scottish skirts and then. <laughs> Oh, like a uniform and you're like yeah what and then you finish it with the bum cheeks at the end you know bagpipe like, band or something yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a, obviously not yeah I don't know what I'm going on but there's is there things that stand you out for me my headband stands me out as a thing like yeah, so he, yeah it's really cool he's big head <laughs> like, yeah no, I don't think we 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 have anything that stands us out. We try I mean, and just let the music do the talking, yeah. which is what the, our main aim is when we go and play a venue. We're like, okay, we just want to let the music talk. And I don't want to be like put in a box like oh, they're a female band. Like so we just it's about music for us. Elaborate style icons, which neither of us are. We definitely aren't. Most of the time we're in a tracksuit, but yeah. <laughs> so um, 
what are your plans for the future? Where do you want? I know we've talked about the stadiums and oh, uh, yeah. Brixton Academy, <laughs> yeah. but uh, <laughs> in maybe the near future, what is it that you want to do with Deb Japan and? Definitely get some more songs out. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably yeah, a good start, isn't it? Um, yeah, and play some more, I think, some venues. Maybe Moth Club would be really cool. We could yeah, possibly get on there. Anybody if, that anyone who works at Moth Club. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just want to play as much as we can, get some more music out, get some more people listening. and Grow the fan base a little bit yeah. and see where we go from there, I think. Um, and then on the note, as we've talked about quite a lot of sexism and misogyny, what is it? Is there any way that you think, I mean... There might not be because it's quite a heavy topic. But is there anything that you think could people could do? Or is it just an issue that needs to be solved from somewhere else? Is there acts people can take to help women and anyone of any gender feel more included in music? Or- I think just like lose the judgment when you go and see someone play. You know, don't assume because of what they look like they're going to sound a certain way or be a certain thing. Well, it's such a deep-rooted issue. It's not like one thing will fix everything. I just think people just need to be more accepting. And <laughs> I think it will come over time with, with more... Yeah, it's definitely a lot better than it was. Like, yeah, say after more this, people coming through. You know, and... Despite the Glastonbury lineup, but... <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a, a constant issue that needs work and the only way you can do that is just by... Yeah, doing your part individually is not a massive thing you can do to do that. But yeah, just playing your part and keep up with the you know local music scene and yeah, just keep being kind to everybody because you never know. No judgment, no assumptions will be good. (laughs) That'd be an ideal world, wouldn't it? Paradise. Yeah, paradise. Thank you guys for coming on. Oh, thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Zico, for another great episode. Thank you, Connor, for being you. You know, amazing. Can't wait to hear about your day next time. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Good night. We'd also like to dedicate this podcast to uh, our fellow emerging artist, Claire Pitt-Wigmore, who unfortunately couldn't be with us today. But yeah, this one goes out to you, Claire. We send all our love and we hope to see you here soon because we miss you. Yeah. And we know how amazing your music is. And check out her songs as well as our brilliant guests today. Yeah, and Zico's song that's soon to come. (laughs) Pie Factory Music is a youth charity in East Kent that gives young people access to creative opportunities and a community of support. Find us at piefactorymusic.com and on social media at piefactorymusic. Slice of Pie is produced, mixed and edited by Buddy Peace with theme music from various members of Pie Factory Music.